Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The, the, the games are over, but the game never stops. Never stops. This is College Football Overtime with Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon. What's next for Washington? Uh, it's been a tough week for Seattle. Let's just say like the, the Seahawks were eliminated from playoff contention. Pete Carroll, uh, of course, he, is, he retires or he's forced to retire um, from the Seahawks. And then, of course, you lose the college football playoff national championship. Now you lose your head coach. Now you're losing Dylan Johnson, Michael Panix, Roma Dunze, Jalen McMillan, Jalen Polk, uh, plus your left tackle, your right tackle, and now your offensive coordinator. Oh, brutal, 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 brutal week for Washington. Uh, and then, of course, your, your transfer quarterback, Will Rogers, just announced that he's out. He's entered his name into the transfer portal. He was one of the top options, and Kalen DeBoer pulled him in from Mississippi State. He was the SEC's all-time leader in attempts and completions. Of course, he has tons of passing yards and touchdowns, and he challenged Aaron Murray for those stats there. Uh, but what's next for Washington? I know Bruce Selman has a a, has a few player guys uh, on that list, a short list for head coaches, but they're going to be on their fourth head coach in 2019, Abe. Like, what, what's next for these guys? I'll, I'll run through these lists to, this list in just a second, but before I do that, I want to give you a chance to give your thoughts. Yeah, I, I mean, look, it was always going to be a rebuild situation for Washington, and that's I mean, fair or not, that's partially why I'm not surprised that Kalen DeBoer is leaving, but you're going to have to replace a lot. And, and it, I was going to say you're doing so without a, a quarterback uh, now that Rodgers is out. And so um, that, that, that's a tough ride. And, and maybe there's still some transfer quarterbacks that they can pull in to try and solidify some stuff. Maybe a, a new head coach comes in with it with a different idea of what they want. Uh, yeah. But you're, you're talking about a jump into a much more difficult conference um with with everything a clean blank slate and so the expectations are going to dip quite a bit at least in year one until we find some solid footing solid ground there um but look this is a look washington didn't win the championship i think we understand that but this was a year where it all kind of came together for them for a variety of different reasons obviously the elite play outside uh the quarterback play Stuff like that. I I mean, again, they didn't win it all, but it is reminiscent a little bit of, of how LSU looked, where where with Burrow and Chase and Jefferson, things just came together um, at the right time for a one year push at a title, and and then they fell back down a little bit. LSU yeah. did, and, and and obviously last year, uh, Kelly comes in and, and has a good first season. This year they have a Heisman chance, so you know, um, I think things are going to fall back down a little bit for watching a little bit of jump to reality and. And um, that's where they're at. But, but yeah, you've got to get this higher right uh, or you do threaten 
to become what Washington was, as you mentioned, before Kalen DeBoer got there, which is a team that, like, on a given year, maybe you get to a bowl, but maybe you don't. Um, and, and it's going to be very tough. I, I, I think people underestimate how tough it is for teams to stay at the top when you're not the Texas or the Ohio State or an Alabama. Even if you're the Texas or the Ohio yeah, State I, I, I or think, the Alabama. Yeah, I, I think it's not easy to stay at the top, but it's easier to do so when, when you kind of are those teams. Hey, man, tell that to Texas, who's, who's been trying to be back for 15 years. Yeah, but I I just think sometimes schools get dropped into no man's land and they may never recover. Um, Texas can recover. It may take a while. It may take a couple hires, sure. a couple cycles, et cetera, et cetera. But they'll, well, they'll they're always a destination. So that's and that's well, that's what, what I mean. That, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. Washington is not. Um, it's very tough to recruit. Everything's three hours away by airplane, um, stuff like that. So it, it, it it's a tough job, but. Um, I do think that now that you're jumping into the Big Ten, it is a good job and one that I, I think they'll be able to pull um, a pretty impressive name. Or, or I, I want to hear this list you got for me because I have one or two names at the top of my head, um, oddly enough, from the same state, and uh, we'll see if they're on your list. So this is a list compiled by Bruce Feldman of The Athletic, so I take no claim for this list. It's not mine. Uh, the top of his list, of course, was offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb, well. but – as of a couple of hours ago, at the time of this recording, he is not going to be the coach. He just announced it on social media on Twitter. Uh, he's likely following Kalen DeBoer to Alabama. Yeah. I would not be surprised in the slightest if uh, DeBoer makes his way into uh, the SEC with join, joining uh, him at Alabama. The next one, Arizona's Jeff Fish or Jed Fish. Yeah, it, it's an interesting name. Um Kind of selfishly, I hope not, because I want to see what Arizona can do this year with Fafita starting all 12 games and Fish. And they, they, they were the most improved team over the course of the season uh, to the point where if, if there was a 12-team playoff this year, they would have been very tough to, to leave out. But um, an interesting name, uh, up and coming for sure. Uh, definitely a lot of momentum there. But um, I got I got some other names I think I would look at before I, I would – I would make a run at Jed Fish, but uh, I don't think that would be a bad hire. I think it'd be a splendid hire. I'd yeah. Just selfishly, I'm with you. I really want to see what Noah Fafita can do with 12 games with Jeff, Jed Fish as a head coach. I, I really want to see that. I think Arizona's going to be one of the more exciting teams uh, heading into yeah. this next season. They, they join yeah. the likes of like Ole Miss or something. It's just one of those upstarts who not a lot of people would have considered elsewhere uh, or in any other season, I should say. Uh, Kansas is Lance Leopold. Standard name. Yeah, that was one. That was one of the names that I, I had written down. Um, look, Leopold has done it at lower levels. Uh, he's done it at mid-tier jobs as well, and then he's done it in Kansas uh, pretty impressively for a Kansas team that, with the exception of like Todd Reesing and Mark Mangino, has been historically an awful, awful program. Um, and he turned in uh, some pretty impressive seasons. I, I thought that he might be, if DeBoer had turned down Alabama, I thought he might be on that short list of the next group of guys. So it would make sense to me that he would be on this short list. I think, honestly, he would probably be the top name that I think about in, in terms of who I trust to keep the Washington program um, a, a respectable squad. I, I really think Leipold is a heck of a coach. 
who's mm-hmm. proven he can do it at every level. And I think if given a bigger job uh, like Washington, he could do it there as well. Kansas State's Chris Kleeman. Yeah, that was the other name I mentioned. I mentioned in passing uh, two guys that from the same state, I think, have both gotten it done. And he's a very similar similar story to Leipold. Um, and and they, they've proven they can get it done at jobs that have historically been tough. I know Kansas State in, in, in the past decade plus has been a little bit more respectable, certainly, than Kansas had. They've had some good squads there. Sure. Um, but I, I just I really like the big 12 last year. So. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. <laughs> Um, I like what he's been able to do there as well. I, I would probably favor Leipold personally over Kleiman, but I, I think both of those guys, um, despite remaining at their schools currently, are ready for a big, bigger step up in competition. Brian Harson, former Auburn head coach. Yeah. Look, when you mention the three names that you've mentioned to me in Fish, Kleiman, and Leipold, and then you float out Brian Harson to me, like it's impossible for me to sit here and pretend that's like not not a massive step backwards or drop off. Like th- that is what it is. Um, it c- compared to who else is theoretically uh, you could go after, that would feel like an absolute failure of a hire if you're Washington. I'm Ooh. just being honest. Yeah, I'm being honest. Uh, I, I know it's a little bit harsh. I'm not saying he would fail or be bad, but perception wise, it would feel like, boy, we we took some real steps back here in, in replacing DeBoer. Um, and again, he may succeed there, but that's not the, that's not the energy you want coming into the program as a fan base that says, God, that's the best we could get. Um, so that would, that would not be, uh, an overly, uh, pleasing hire if I were a UW fan, but he is from the Chris Peterson tree. And I'm just saying, I mean, Chris so Peterson, of course had stops at, uh, at Washington. He was a very well-regarded head coach over there. You're, you look. Washington was a stepping stool for Alabama. Uh, they've been a stepping stool for a couple of different gigs. We understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this does not feel like the right sort of hire. Uh, it, if it's me, I would want an up-and-comer from a slightly smaller school, be it a smaller school at a Power 5 program or a smaller school, group of five, whatever. I, I want someone that's up-and-coming. I don't want someone that that kind of feels like they peaked and are on the slide back down and are trying to recover. Um, and no offense to Harson, but like, that's what this feels like it is. I think he's got to go and win big at a mid-major somewhere before I would start to consider him uh, again for a big job. He did. I mean, he, he was 69 and 19 at Boise state. No, I mean, again, though, he didn't understand. I understand he had to change his reputation. He needs to reset. Um, he left, it was a bad decision. It was a bad marriage down down there at Auburn. And I think that's not necessarily fair to Brian Harson in general. I mean, I, I don't think he's a bad coach. He's a good offensive coach good enough i mean it's just people have a bad taste in their mouth and um i think it's a little harsh that's all um yeah i think he'd be fine he's 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 a native of the pacific northwest he knows the region well um found success at boise state and, and he's from idaho and i don't know i, I again I don't, it's it's, just, I don't think it's a sexy it's not a sexy hire it, yeah and what but i'm suggesting watching, is perception is not, and energy you're not but you're not a, a top flight program i mean I, respectfully well, i like you're not if you make that hire no, but you're not you're not a a top end program. You're not a destination program necessarily at the same level as some of your other Big Ten compadres. You know, it's like that's just not where you stand. And um, it's better. I don't I don't think Brian Hartson's a bad coach. I don't think he's necessarily the right hire. But I think it's it's not as bad as you necessarily say he is. But Iowa State's head coach Matt Campbell. He's the last one on the list. Yeah, another interesting name. This was a guy that uh, shoot 
uh, if Saban had retired two or three years ago, Matt Campbell's probably the head coach at Alabama right now. I mean, that's how high his star had risen yeah. for a for a moment, um, and it's faded a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, similarly to Harson, uh, the momentum of his coaching rank has been lost a little bit. Uh, again, that doesn't mean he's a bad coach, but for whatever reason, he has stalled out there a little bit at Iowa State when the hopes were higher three years ago. Um, when he did look like he was having that program moving in the right direction. So I don't know. You tell me, uh, I, I, I mean, like, like I said, like the first three names you gave me, I would be excited about, but Matt Campbell and Brian Harson, again, this does not mean they're bad coaches. It does no, not mean they would fail. That's not what I'm suggesting, but from an energy and a perception side of things from the fan base, these would not feel like you're winning the hire. Um, and again, like uh, we, we joke about it, like winning the opening press conference doesn't matter winning games do. And, and so I'm not suggesting they would fail there. I'm not suggesting that Washington would fade into the oblivion if, if those guys were hired, but sure. just from an energy perception of the fan base, like they're not going around and like speak like, so like Washington and Oregon are big rivals, right? Like they're not talking trash to Oregon fans. Like, look who we brought in. Yeah. Brian Harson, like, you know what I mean? And again, it doesn't mean he wouldn't do well there. I agree with you on that. But the perception is that that's not a great hire. And that's how yeah, I would no, feel I, about I don't, I don't disagree. Too. I don't disagree with that at all. I, I just, feel like that about Cam. I don't think, I don't think the head coach is on this list. Truthfully. This, I feel, I feel like no offense to Bruce Feldman. I like Bruce Feldman. I Interesting. Love his work and, and he does a lot of, he does a lot of great work. Is there but, a name? I, Cause I have a, I have like a well, psycho no, random the thing. name. The thing. Do you have a guy? These are the same damn names that we read on every single freaking list that comes out whenever there's a new head coach. I guess like, oh, this this is the list. This, this is the feels like the list. right jump for Leipold. It really does. You, we've said that. We've said that about like five or six different jobs. I, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily think that's true. I don't know. I, mean, I think sure, some fine. jobs have been too big for him. Like, I like Leipold. I don't know if I would have, like, loved his fit at Alabama. I think this is a good middle ground between where Kansas is at oh, and, like, the Leipold, top tier. No, absolutely not. No, he was never He was never in the running for an Alabama job. No, he was well, – we've mentioned I mean, his you name. You say that, but if DeBoer says no, I mean – as a, would you rather you do have Leipold? Would you rather have Leipold or Dabo? I mean, you you were DeBoer, you were one DeBoer saying no away from like considering it. Uh, so I disagree with that. I I want nothing to do with Dabo Sweeney if I'm Alabama. Well, that's Absolutely my point. Nothing to do with him. But yeah, well, and that's why he didn't get hired. No, but but the thing is, I, I think they go get. I think you alluded to it. I, I think you you mentioned it. Didn't fully go there, but. I don't think they go get another head coach. I think they go get not another head coach. I don't mean that like a, a guy who's currently a head coach somewhere else. No one's coaching. I the think program. they go. No one's coaching. It's just anarchy. Everyone just plays. No, I'm saying they're going to go get like an offensive coordinator, or they're going to go get a like a Brian Hartline, something like that. Like, does he leave Ohio State? He's a great offensive coach. He's somebody who you're going to stay in the Big Ten. Go get a guy like that. Somebody who's not currently the head coach of a team. All right. So a since we're going to go down league. that, since since you want to go down that path, I got a rogue idea um, that you're probably going to dump all over. And I, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm walking right into this one. But I, I think you bring aboard uh, either an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator for maybe offensive two or three coach, years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and you put Pete Carroll at the top of this program um, for, for two Ooh. two or three years, and you have a, an immediate succession plan, um, and, and, and you kind of stack it that way. I know it's a little crazy, but – He hasn't coached college football, and he hasn't recruited in 
15 years. No, Maybe. but I, 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 he knows that region. Uh, I think he's a very oh, good yes. coach, and I'm they not asking him to do it for a decade of success. I'm asking him to bridge while you prepare a young, smart mind that you think can take over the program. Does he have connections to Seattle? Like the, like the, not, not, of course not I mean, Seattle, the city I mean, of Seattle. I mean, like I Washington. Got, I got some news for you about Seattle. Oh, and oh, Carroll, but... No, I'm saying Washington specifically. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I just think anyone in that region has that. Um, sure. I, I mean, mean they, he's actually hiring a coach from the Pac-12 at USC. One, two, one, no, one I don't know the situation with, like, if he's still got, a, like, any sort of show cause from, from. Um, Long since expired, I would have to imagine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I think all that it's works. Interesting. I think it's very interesting. If you want to win the, win the hire, like you talk about. What also lets you groom someone properly. Um, I think they were grooming someone properly. His name was Ryan Grubb, and he just said no. Well, no, but you weren't grooming Grubb because you didn't expect DeBoer to leave. I mean, so I I think it's different when you have the mindset of this is like 100% a short-term hire with a replacement plan in progress. Um, You know, we we talked about like how tough it is to replace legends and all that, like we, you know, we looked at the last legend that had to be replaced among college sports and like coach K did it differently. Right. Like he said, I'm going to retire. I'm going to coach one more year. Here's the guy that is coaching under me. That's going to take the job. Sure. Let's let's do it. So I, I just wonder if that would work. Bill Belichick did that with Jared Mayo. Right. Or Mayo. Uh, well, I mean, not, not voluntarily a little, a little less reluctant on that one, but, but yes, uh, to, to an extent he was groomed for that role at some point. It probably was just a couple years quicker than Belichick would have preferred, but uh, uh, yeah, I just wonder if there if there's any option of 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 making one of those sorts of hires that you're talking about a young smart mind, get him in the system, let Pete Carroll oversee it for like two yeah. years, three years, and then hand it off. I think it's interesting. I think that's very interesting. It, I I'd be lying if I said I don't think uh, it's going to happen. By the way, it's just a thought. No, it's just it's just sort of radical and funny. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I like the idea of it. Um, I mean, look, Pete Carroll, last time we saw him, he uh, ran off like a, I don't know. I don't want to say that. Uh, I was going to say something. And I was like, eh, I'm not going to say that. He, he won multiple national championships, but he got run off to the NFL. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, hard to hard to say it that way. But USC uh, was uh, struggling for a little while after he left. Let's just put it that way. 